0: We are back on the block. Karen, I'm so glad to have you here.
1: I know, me too. I'm glad to be here. So, hey, we are on season four, episode 18, Sydney bothered and Bewildered, and I was feeling better about this episode.
0: Well, yeah, I am too. I think, no matter what, I'm grading all these episodes on a curve. Like, they're not going to get A-pluses on their own the way Season 3 did. But, um, but the, you know, there's movement happening here. And so uh, I, I kind of liked it. And also, obviously, our, our girl's name is in the episode title. So we had a, a really good amount of Sid.
1: We had a very good amount of Sid. And I have to say, though, as, as much as I was like, all right, this episode ain't bad, I'm kind of not thrilled with... It's with, with where they led Sid in this episode.
0: Oh, yeah, I would agree.
1: because it's it's one thing, and we'll maybe dig into it as we go through, but it's kind of one thing for her to be kind of self-centered and and doing things to people that aren't because she like wants something, you know, you know what I mean. But like, it's another thing to sort of be
0: more intentionally
1: malicious, more intentionally intentionally physically harming people in an intentional, intentional way, which she obviously did when she dumped, you know, the The drugs, the drugs in Jane's drink and caused her to have a stroke. But then also in this episode, she did, she did something that was sort of, you know, shockingly awful. Uh, yeah. And, and I can't, so, so like, you know, I'm always on that Sydney train and I'm like rooting for her. And this time I kind of was like, I don't think I can root for you right now. I don't like what you're doing.
0: Well, you know, what's funny. I think when we talk about other characters, we're like, uh, Brooke is so stupid. Oh, Allison is so stupid. She should be fired. And when we talk about Sid, we're all we always protect her. We're like, oh, what the writers did for Sydney in this episode." <laughs> we remove all the agency for her, but not for everyone else. And we don't like it.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. And this time, though, I have to say, like, I'm sort of not there for Sid right now. Ouch. I'm there in spirit, but I, I don't know. You know, I don't think I'd bail her out of jail. Let's, let's put it that way.
0: There we go. I lost you for the first time. It took longer than I usual. I know.
1: We were doing so well there. I thought maybe we'd get away without the technical difficulties this time around.
0: Mm, no. You silly girl and I your know. optimism. I know.
1: So what I had said was, at this point, was, said I wouldn't be bailing her out of jail. I'd make her sit there.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's a different kind of bad Sid, and, and I honestly think it really doesn't last much longer before we get back to, like, the usual conniving schemer, but yeah.
1: Okay, good. Because I miss the usual conniving schemer, because right now she is, like, borderline she should be arrested
0: and put in jail. Yeah, but also stand in line. Yeah.
1: Okay, so how are we breaking this down? Because we ended up on a sort of Cliffy with the whole storyline with Sid, so we should probably leave her to the end. Yeah, wasn't... I
0: think, I think yeah, let's save that. Okay. Um, we can start, uh, probably again, uh, with Brooke. I'm back. Um, with Brooke, Billy Allison, or we could do... Richard and Joe.
1: Mm, man, this is tough. Okay. Let's go with what should we just do Amanda, Bobby and Peter because they're kind of,
0: yeah, I guess it, that doesn't really wrap into anything. So yeah, we can do that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. And that, and that's, you know, that's right where we pick up. So yeah.
1: Um. So can I ask you with wh- wh- why? Okay. So cold open here, right? Why is Amanda cutting Bobby's
0: hair? My guess is they they either the actor, John Enos, was like, I'm going to get my hair cut, or the producers, the powers that be, were like, you have to get your hair cut. We're moving you into, like, our main triangle. Or um, or it was like, you're going now into a longer-term role. Like, we need to cut your hair. So, So they were probably, someone was like, If he said, I'm going to cut my hair, they're like, then we'll do it on the show. Or if the producers were like, we're going to cut your hair and we're going to do it on the show. I don't know. They didn't cut Jane's hair on the show.
1: I know. It just, it just felt out of character. Like here is like, Amanda is like too busy to even like sneeze. Right. And, and, or like sit down and eat a meal, but she's not too busy (laughs) to like first thing in the morning, like get up and cut this guy's hair. And is there anything Amanda can't do? Now she's a hairstylist.
0: No, I mean that separates Amanda from I guess the chaff that is everyone else in the in in the complex.
1: Right, like um, not only can she run this ad agency and be a power broker she can also wake up first thing in the morning and cut her boyfriend's hair.
0: Well, I don't think she can cook because I feel like we've only always seen her with pizza and beer. Or wine. D-
1: true that. Um, but Still, anyway, it was. I th- I just thought that was weird. So I guess she and Peter are officially broken up. That's it. This no is yeah, yes.
0: Yeah. So the end of the last episode is. I really, she has made her decision, and now now this is the aftermath.
1: Right. Okay. And so now, and poor Peter has to sort of deal with this decision, but he's kind of not really. He's kind of like yeah, okay, for now. Like he he doesn't seem upset with her exactly
0: no he's really just serving it to bobby
1: yeah and and he's kind of i mean this was ultimately amanda's decision
0: and and i mean you can you cannot like the other guy but she's the one who was with you and is now not with you like it was her choice
1: it was her choice to go back to bobby so um, even, even though Peter seems to think that whatever Bobby did was extro- like, extremely underhanded and he stole Amanda out from under him, and I'm trying to sort of like figure out like what, oh we lost Doug, I'm trying to figure out. No, I'm back. Oh yay. I'm back. I'm trying to figure out what Bobby did that would, would have been so underhanded that it would have forced Amanda into his arms.
0: Nothing. And and on the flip side, Peter really didn't do anything so horrible to, like, forcefully shove Amanda away from him.
1: Right. So it just was, you know, like, because Peter keeps, like, you, like, Peter was like, you planned all this, this is your fault, and it has, like, and and, and he seems to have it tied into that malpractice suit, which Bobby, like, basically made it go away with his lawyer, um, which we will get to. Uh, in a minute, but but it doesn't, I don't know, this whole thing just doesn't make any sense.
0: Right, I, uh, yeah, I agree, and I mean, I think they want us to be like, well, Amanda and Bobby have history, they belong together, there's this undying love that they never satisfied back in Miami, I mean, the whole thing about relying on history, I think, goes out the window. Did you catch any of that?
1: Um, well, They, I mean, what, what, we rely on the history, the history, the history, but what history? I mean, they're like, but the history
0: is made up. I know they changed.
1: They sort of move that goalpost every episode. Like what? Like all of a sudden, you know, they're kind of like talk. Okay. Here, here's my question. Bobby went to Los Angeles to kill Amanda. So Amanda no longer has a contract on her head. You know, the lawyer goon isn't, like, sending another contract killer out to, like, murder her? Like, where well, did that go?
0: I do, I do think the father shows up again.
1: Okay, to, eventually.
0: To, to pick up on that, yeah.
1: Well, that's good. Because it's not like Bobby came and said, I was supposed to come here to kill you, and now let me be your protector. But I love
0: you, yeah. But I love no, you, and not, let me, which yeah. would
1: make more sense... For how he would pull her away from Peter because he's going to come in and be her protector. And so, I mean, that would have been a really fascinating storyline. Look at us rewriting the whole show. Um, very you're doing a great job. If if he came in and acted as protector and Peter got kind of lost and all of that because he was sort of like he's a doctor. He was unable to protect her. You know, I mean, like he kind of saved her from like going you know, getting in trouble for Jack, but that was, that was kind of, you know, but he can't physically protect her from being murdered. You know, that would be, Bobby is better suited for that, let's say. So I think that would have been a lot more fascinating. Um, Yeah, I like what you did there. Thank you. They should have hired me 30 years ago. Yeah, (laughs) life would
0: be so much better in so many ways. We
1: would have gotten an Emmy, the elusive Emmy. We would have gotten the the elusive Emmy. Anyway, um, so... So, because right now, that whole storyline, that plotline, that history is out the window. It's like we've forgotten about it. She just had a shitty husband. And also, we're still not clear where Bobby came in the, the, the sequence of her, like, marriage to Jack. Was he before? Was he during? Was he after? It doesn't make any sense.
0: No, it's true. I guess I assumed that she they were before and then she ended up with Jack. But, but how did no, none she of end it up? Sense. yeah,
1: like how did she end up there? Do you know what I mean? Like she was yeah. if she was with Bobby and he was the love of her life and then all of a sudden she's marrying Jack. Like how did that happen?
0: Yeah. Well, we'll I don't know. have I don't have answers. Sorry,
1: I had to have some water. No, I thought, and
0: I thought I lost you again. No,
1: no, no. So yeah, so that's um, that's the big sort of question mark. So I kind of feel like nothing really happened except that like they're like like Peter, Peter and Amanda are split up. Peter and Bobby are together. No, Amanda
0: and Bobby. Um, I mean, Amanda
1: together. and Bobby. Peter and, and Bobby together and Bobby? <laughs> it
0: a very different uh, progressive
1: show. <laughs> and boy would
0: Matt be jealous.
1: <laughs> um, you know, and they have a couple scenes where there's kind of like this big back and forth between like Amanda and Peter, and he's insulting Bobby, and she's insulting him, and 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 you're just like, you know what? They're they're never gonna get married, and I don't know. And Peter seems to have something up his sleeve.
0: Um, yes, he does. And, I mean, before we we finish up here, and I'm happy to not dwell on it, um, we do see the return of an old character, don't we?
1: We do, and it took me a minute to figure out who she was.
0: Yeah, in what context we knew her. Yeah. Yeah. Alicia Barnes? (laughs) Alicia Barrett? I think it's Alicia Barnes.
1: Uh, Alicia Barnett.
0: Barnett! There we go.
1: Um... She was the lawyer. Okay, so Alicia Barnett was the lawyer that Matt had when he was. We, we, I mean, he's been in so many legal sh- shenanigans.
0: No, but this was when he was framed for murdering the other doctor's wife.
1: She was his lawyer for that. I, it she wasn't was his lawyer. Yeah,
0: and now and, it wasn't uh, the, the
1: hate crime. No. Oh, okay. All right. Okay.
0: No, so, I mean a different sort of hate crime in that. You know, the guy hated him. But, um, uh, no, but there's a line because she goes to see another character and then explains, oh, yeah, even though it's, like, just months later, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm all done with criminal court. Now I'm doing something very different. I'm in corporate or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah. So she's basically Bobby's lawyer, and she's the one that settled this malpractice suit. Um, for Peter, but like Peter, like brings the, 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 papers that he was supposed to sign directly to her, even though he was supposed to bring them to Bobby or pop, pop in the mail because for whatever reason he decided he needed to meet this lawyer because this is part of his shenanigans. And this is where I don't, I I kind of feel a little bit lost. Like, and he was kind of making eyes at her, you know what I mean? So, but it was like, but how did you know who this lawyer was to like go there and make eyes at her?
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he showed up and then was hit by the thunderbolt. It's really like he already knew.
1: Yeah, exactly. And he's trying to like smooth talker and she's not having it. But then at the very end when he leaves, she kind of has this expression on her face like, oh, he was just kind of cute.
0: So yeah. I don't
1: think we're done with that yet.
0: No, we will see more of her. Yeah,
1: which is good. I like her.
0: I like her a lot. Yeah. And I'm happy, uh, I'm happy to include her in the season. Absolutely.
1: Um, so yeah, like this storyline is starting to get on my nerves.
0: Oh, I'm with you. I was, and I was, I was there 25 years ago. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I agree.
1: Cause it's kind of like, you know, Peter is like, my heart is broken. My heart is broken. Now I'm going to go play golf. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Which- it's just kind of like, he's like, okay. And now I'm going to go play golf.
0: Uh, by the way, I was reminded watching this episode that Jack Wagner himself is, like, a major avid golfer. Like,
1: yes, he, he wins is. those
0: tournaments all the time.
1: Yes, he is, and he's got very good form.
0: Yes, he does.
1: He does. So, um, Matt and Allen?
0: Oh, yeah, let's, let's get so in they there. They have, like, and- a
1: scene. The actor got a job. The yeah. actor got a job. And the only scene that Matt has with the exception of like a little diddy and shooters is, um, you know, actor boyfriend comes home. He's all happy. He got the job. He said, let's, I'm going to take you out to dinner to celebrate. And Matt's like, I've got a big exam tomorrow. I can't go. Actor boy pouts and says, um, you know, I'm always there for you. Why aren't you there for me? And Matt feels bad and is like, you're absolutely right. Give me an hour and we'll go.
0: Matt. Yeah, he's like, I take this too seriously. You're right. We should celebrate you. Um, and truthfully, I feel like I know this couple because I have a friend who I who who has a similarly like selfish, untrustworthy boyfriend, and I in real life see this whole dynamic play out over and over and over again. And I'm just like Matt, don't be a schmuck. Don't do this. Be true to you
1: yeah and it's kind of like you know what Matt like you're in you're in medical school, and that ain't easy, like no, I want my
0: doctor to know what he's doing,
1: yeah, and not be distracted by dinners out with this like the sketchy actor
0: dude, also, let's not forget Matt did score beneath the the you know like the bottom to have actually been admitted in the first place, so He needs the extra study time.
1: That is true. He is going to need the extra study time, but he is being distracted by this hanger-on. Yeah. Dude's a hanger-on. So anyway, um, so that was the, the little Matt carrot they dangled for us this week. Um, that was it, and
0: then and then the other thing that you mentioned is we do see him at Shooters when Alicia Barnett shows up, and that's where they sort of pass the storyline baton, and he's able to be like, "Oh yeah, I remember when you defended me for those like wrongful murder charges," and that's when she's like, "Yeah, I don't do criminal stuff anymore." Where is Jake? And that's basically yeah,
1: it. yeah, and that's basically it. So so we had um, so at least they cl- tidied up that background a little
0: bit. Yeah, which they don't always. Right. Um, so let's save Jake because he shows up. Uh, for, like, the bigger storyline. And Richard and Joe?
1: Um, yeah, I guess Richard and Joe were kind of... I, like, last last episode, Joe found the pills.
0: Well, don't forget, last episode is also when Sid planted the pills. Right,
1: and she found them. Oh, and we did have a, another Matt minute in this storyline with Joe. Um, because Joe oh, took true. the pills yeah. to yeah. Matt... To find out what they were, because Matt has special pill research powers, apparently, um, and and he knew exactly what they were. And he was like, "You in trouble, girl?" Because you put like like he's just like, "Well, then why were you why were you slipping these to Jane?" You know. And she was like, "No, I found these." And he's like, "All right," like he really thinks that like she did it. And he's like, "Who are you protecting?" And she's like, "Let me deal with this." And he's like, "It's Richard, isn't it?" And she's like, "Let me take care of this." So I anyway, know that was sort of it. Um, and then and but, she confronts but, Richard, right? Well, yeah. He, she confronts he, him. He no, comes
0: in, he comes into shooters like right after that exchange, I think.
1: That's right. And, and she told Jake about the pills and Jake said something to him. And then that's where, that's how he found out that Joe found out. Um, and he's upset and he's mad and then they make up. I don't know. This whole storyline is ridiculous. So
0: this was the one thing I wanted to ask about this storyline. Do you like Richard and Joe as a couple at all? Do you care? Are you invested? No. no. Break up, make up. Like, I don't care. I'm like, you guys are bench warmers, and I don't care.
1: I don't care. I don't even want to see Joe with Jake anymore.
0: Oh, I sad.
1: know. I know. Because I shipped them so hard, and now at this point, I'm so disgusted with the two of them and their behavior, and I'm just like, no, especially Joe right now. I mean, you know, we always talk about this. When she came on the show, she was tough. She was feisty. She was from New York. She had an edge. And now she's just like milk toast.
0: She really is. She makes the worst decisions, even she, worse than Jane.
1: Worse than Allison. Yeah. <laughs> With the exception of showing up to work, I mean, I mean, she, I, she just makes really dumb decisions. I mean, why is she even with Richard?
0: I know there's no chemistry. There's nothing.
1: There is nothing, and so I mean, if anybody should move out of Melrose Place, I really think it's Joe because she's got she has nothing there. She's got to go.
0: Well, funny you should say that. The first to move is going to be Joe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes total sense now. Um, you know, so I mean and basically like she drops the L bomb on Richard in this episode where like she's just found the Sydney planted drugs, but she kind of accuses him of doing it. She thinks it's him, you know, you know, enough to sort of think, Oh, maybe I should hide these from the cops, you know what I mean? And and yet and yet she's like, Because I love you? Like, what what is this? You loved Jake two episodes ago. Right. I don't yeah. know. There's an awful lot of like the L word is flying around a whole lot here, and I'm thinking they don't know the meaning of it.
0: I think that's fair. This is also a show where you get married about four weeks after meeting someone, so
1: which I think, well sometimes I mean, that works. Yeah, I mean sometimes that works. <laughs> um, but you know, I mean, it just sort of feels like, like I just feel like I have whiplash with her. You know what I mean? It's like. Whoosh, whoosh yeah you know it's and and the same and they're doing the same thing with amanda i mean you know it's one thing to sort of have these relationships give it give them drama right but like this is just one minute she's with peter one minute she's with bobby now she's gonna go back to peter oh wait here comes bobby you know what i mean and and i kind of feel like they're doing that with with Jane and Richard, but there's not another man involved necessarily. But it's like this sort of real, like, "I love you." No, I can't stand you. Yeah. No, I'm going back to Jane. No, I think I need to be with you. Like there, like the put, like the push and pull is really forced. And I think you could have a push and pull there that isn't forced. And the push and pull, the forced push and pull, is different every time. Whereas usually when relationships have problems, it's usually something very similar rearing up. Right. You know what I mean? And so I think, well, yeah, you don't want it to mirror real life because real life is boring, blah, blah, blah. I do think in some respects it would be helpful to have
0: that sort of continuity. I I agree and I think the daytime soaps are much better at doing that with their couples.
1: They really are, which is kind of surprising to me how Melrose Place failed.
0: You, yeah, you, I you know
1: what I mean. It's like it's yeah. like they do I don't know. I feel like I feel like they they needed to bring romance writers on and they just didn't.
0: You're absolutely right. That's that's 100% the case. That's but they
1: Uh-oh, we lost Doug. And he was agreeing with me. Oh,
0: you lost me, but I was agreeing.
1: I know. And I hate losing you when you agree with me.
0: I know. You said one of the times it cut out before you had just said, Doug is right. And, and then it, it went blank. And I was like, well, if that's where it has to end, it's where it ends. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, that's basically Richard and Joe in a nutshell. It's she. So the the cat is out of the bag and that he knows she thinks he did it. And then they both forgive each other and she believes he's innocent, but they're also not wondering who might have done this to Jane. They're just back to being together.
1: It's so stupid.
0: Yeah, it really is.
1: I mean, I'm just like, sell the business, get out, get out of town, go back to New York, just leave because I'm tired of your relationships.
0: Yeah, she really should have gone back to New York. Yeah,
1: everybody needs to go back to New York. Richard, too. Richard should go to New York. They can they can do their thing in New York.
0: He should have, but um, that's not where this is going to go. Oh, good lord.
1: Okay, anyway. Moving on. Where are we going next? Um, oh, Billy, Allison, and Brooke. There's a weird one.
0: Uh, yeah, that, that's like at the At the least.
1: Yes. So once again, here's the other whiplash thing, right? Like when we left them last week, where like where were we? Like Billy was gonna. Billy Billy was so upset by Brooke's suicide attempt. He has decided that he is going to be husband of the year. But when we step back into the storyline, this episode. He's like barely keeping the eye rolls together, you know, in and away from her. Like he is yes. not that husband that is going to be sticking around.
0: And right. He was very contrite last week. He was bearing all the guilt of her suicide attempt. And now she's being, you know, juvenile again. And, and he's just being impatient with her.
1: Yeah. And it's Allison who is being kind and forgiving.
0: Yeah. To the point where Brooke even calls her a sap.
1: And I was like, you know what, Brooke's kind of right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: you make it very easy, yeah. Allison. Yes, yeah,
1: she does.
0: You know, and a couple times through this, Allison like will defend her to Billy, and even he's like, "Why do you like her?" And and Allison's like, "Well, I was still in love with her father. I owe it to Haley." And it's like, he lied to you. He divorced you. You're not even really a widow because he took everything. Uh, he pulled the rug right from under you, and. and caused you to relapse. Like, no, you don't owe Haley anything. You don't know Brooke anything. She's an asshole.
1: Yeah, And again, we have this sort of like stare, this storyline that is just hanging out there that they've never resolved. Why did Haley divorce her?
0: Are we and they never, never well, going to find out? We no, they never even, they never even go near that again. They just sort of, like it doesn't make sense because they're doing two different things. And the first thing was they made it this horrible thing where he like abandoned her and lied to her. And now they've sort of forgotten that and they just make it like she had a great love with her husband and he died. Like he was depressed and killed himself and now he's gone. But that's not really what it was. But uh,
1: no, it was, it wasn't that at all. And it, it, I don't know. I just feel like so much of this season they they've there is no closure to and no real closure to. Any of the storylines this season.
0: Um, that's exactly what is happening. But we do get Billy saying at least one important thing in this episode. Which is what? You're right. I should have married you, Allison.
1: Yeah. He married the wrong woman. He finally yeah. admits it. Yeah. Um,
0: Which they barely give a moment to afterward, if I remember.
1: Yeah, yeah, they kind of really like, do. That's kind
0: of that's kind of a big deal.
1: Yeah, I mean, you would have thought that they would have maybe ended the episode on that cliffy, right? Right. Or, or close to it. But no, and that's not even where the story, their storyline ends, is Brooke is all of a sudden cooking dinner. Psycho. And Psycho. And then, oh, she trashes Before, Allison's apartment.
0: That's, exactly. So Allison... So Brooke and Billy are living in Allison's old apartment that she had with Billy and Brooke, excuse me, and Allison is living in the apartment that Brooke and Billy had lived in on the second floor, right? Yes. So somehow somehow all the stuff that Allison has that wasn't already lost when her apartment blew up four months ago, um, she has been able to move into this apartment. And Brooke breaks it. well, someone breaks in, but it's Brooke, um, and completely trashes everything in Allison's apartment, writes, like, bitch and slut all over the walls, and tears, apparently, the one photo that Allison, in a pre-digital age, that Allison had of her and Haley, she tears Allison right off. So it's just Haley. Right. Which, is, which uh, Go ahead.
1: And she was driven to the snit because after she, like, Allison took over a bunch of... Caselet, like a bunch of her caseloads you know her client list and she's like standing there with tons of files and billy is sort of like talking to allison about how can you be nice to her she's a terrible scheming witch and then allison sort of like i don't know she like brushes
0: dirt off or whatever (laughs) no they were like so here's Brooke is watching i guess she's got that corner office back yeah and so she's seeing them and they're having a conversation about Brooke and all this stuff right there in the office. But when Brooke can only see and not hear them, like Allison is really being very handsy for anyone in the workplace. Yeah.
1: She is being very handsy.
0: Like yeah. almost to the point where I didn't blame Brooke, but I blame Brooke because Brooke is terrible. Um, and, and yeah, so that drives Brooke over the edge again. And that's when she trashes Allison's apartment and w- Billy and Allison, see, they see it happen, uh, they find out together in Allison's apartment, um, and Billy's about to go after her, and Allison is the one who stops cautioning him that he can't, because that's the reaction she wants, and it will push her even further over the edge.
1: Right, and so when he goes upstairs to have dinner, and he is sort of, like, barely tolerating her, and then finally he asks her, like, well, why did you trash Allison's apartment, and Brooke just goes like full on psycho. She is like she picks
0: every every plate, every glass, tosses it across the room. Yeah.
1: There's yeah, there's like pasta like smashes against the wall and like sauce all down and I'm like going, Alice Amanda's gonna have a fit if she walks in and sees that.
0: Yeah. And, Couldn't she do that before Kimberly blew the whole place up? I know. <laughs>
1: And then it's like, you, you know, she's sort of, she's going, you married me, Billy, for life, forever, for the rest of your life, you know, like, like, she's going kind of like, cr- kind of crazy and kind of threatened, like, pseudo threatening to
0: Billy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: So, um, so I don't, how much longer is she with us?
0: Like two episodes.
1: I'm kind of curious. I don't remember what they did to her. So I'm kind of curious to how they write her off. Are they gonna kill her, this? Off or is she just gonna leave?
0: Um, it's one of those. Yes. Thanks. I and no, I don't want to ruin it. I, um, <laughs> I. I mean, I will say because I feel like, all right, if it's something that you don't know or remember happened, then you should live with the surprise because it's to live a with the uh, surprise. Up. I know. So, um, but I will say, I re it's like a super low point. I think. I think around her departure and the stuff that follows subsequently, I think is really awful.
1: See, I kind of feel like what they're going to do is like, they're just going to be like, she's going to pack up her bags and be like, see you later. And like, that's it. You know, I, I don't know. I I figured out a way to get my hands on that million dollars. Like, I don't know. I just feel like they're just going to like, let her walk away. And it's going to be, they're going to rewrite the history of the show again. And they're going to be like, Billy would, Billy never really got married. It was a fake marriage.
0: I, um, I, I mean, yeah. We, we can't say they don't do stuff like that on the show. Yeah. They could just be like, yeah. Uh, Brooke was from Miami all along, and she knew Amanda when they were kids, and she's moving back there. Um, I mean, again, I won't say anything. I won't spoil anything. Um, but I, I uh, all, all I'll say is, I didn't like it <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> when it happened the first time.
1: Or you know what, what? you know what happens. Um, B- Billy wakes up from his coma, and it was all Sam a dream. It was all
0: a dream. Yeah.
1: That would be. Speaking of dreams, there were a few.
0: Classic.
1: There were actually a few in the Michael Sydney Jane Kimberly storyline. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So they yeah they're finding all sorts of ways to bring Kimberly back into this mess, and will continue to.
1: And the first dream sequence, I thought. Was really good. I thought it was very well done. Um, It actually, I actually kind of clutched my chest. I clutched my pearls because I thought it was real for a minute. And I was like, oh, Sid, you're not going to get away with that. Um, But it turned out it was just, um, Sid uh, Sid had this sort of dream fantasy and it wasn't at all. Um, So if you remember, maybe like two episodes ago, Um, Sid was feeling so guilty about um, nearly killing her sister but causing her sister's stroke that she basically said that she would do anything and she was going to care for her sister um, while she convalesced um, uh, because she felt so terribly guilty. Well, you know what? Sid's not a very good
0: nurse. Anything doesn't last for long.
1: Yeah, no. Especially when it comes to Sid and when it comes to Sid taking care of people. She's terrible at it. I mean, so... Basically, you know, Jane is stuck in this wheelchair and Sid is just like banging her around trying to get her through things and it's not working out. And while, you know, Jane's sort of like yelling at her like, ow, that hurts. What are you doing? Stop. You know, Sid has this sort of like momentary momentary fantasy of pushing the wheelchair really hard. So it goes into the middle of the road and it gets hit by a van that's speeding down the road. And that's what I thought she did do, but then it snapped back and it was just a daydream. But it was so well done. It was great.
0: Yeah, that's something Jane could not have come back from, had it been real.
1: No, 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 no. And so basically, um, you know, so so that was like a fun Sid moment.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the storyline is dumb, but I like the Jane and Sid uh, rapport is not the right word, but interaction.
1: Yeah, so that was pretty cool. But then you see the next dream sequence sort of happens right after, and Michael is just having a sexy dream about Kimberly of all people.
0: Yeah, it was just funny because he's staying at Peter's house, right? In, in the, the guest room.
1: room that she stayed in.
0: Right. So so Peter. So Michael comes running out and asks Peter. He's like, did Kimberly sleep in that room? And Peter thinks Michael was taking this in a different direction. He goes, yes, if you want to know, that's where she slept every night. There was no funny business, which answers a question I still wondered about. Um, and, and and so Michael's like, her essence is coming to me in my dream. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have
1: to feel terrible for Thomas Calabro, he d- he sort of makes such lemonade with the lemons that they give this poor actor. Oh,
0: for sure, yes.
1: Like, he just, like, like he is the only actor that could sell that moment.
0: It's true. I mean, it's, yeah, it's beyond committing to it. Because some of the other actors do that, too. Like, he relishes it. He really, he can really sell it. You're
1: right. Yeah, yeah. Like, he is just fat. Because when I sort of think about, like, everything about this show can is cringeworthy but I do think most of the time the actors are able to save it and I think Michael is like a big one because I think that character could have like if it was not as strong of an actor in that
0: role, you would just hate him. You wouldn't like to hate him. You would just you hate would him.
1: just hate him, and there would really be nothing to that, nothing right. to that character. So hats off to him. Like he's awesome.
0: Truly, Ab- absolutely, yeah. yes.
1: Um. So during this, um. So Jane is being. Pushed by Sid into the hospital because she goes to get it. A- Why? Okay, we lost Doug. Hold on a minute.
0: I'm back. I'm okay. here. So I can answer.
1: Jane goes to the hospital to get the second opinion, right? And so it's yes. this whole it's this whole scene with this doctor who is also in a wheelchair and has a mullet. Um, and I could not stop staring at his mullet, and I was like, I,
0: this- I I took note as well. Okay.
1: Um, and it just seemed like a sir. I don't know. It it. it it didn't it didn't seem to really fit this scene and I was not sure why it was there. Except to have Jake run into Jane afterwards, and and it didn't make any sense there either because Jake's like, oh Jane, I was looking for you. I thought I'd take a chance and come to the hospital to see you. Like she's not checked in anymore. She's not staying there. Why of all places he would go to try and like track her down? It would be the hospital. Like you know what I mean? Like so yeah, no, I, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. So I didn't really understand why this, you know, why this was there. Because, you know, she goes in and she's like, I need a second opinion because I'm not getting better. And he's like, it's been three days. Yeah. You you know what I mean? Like, and and it just, it it just seemed it wasn't necessary except to make her feel kind of guilty that she's complaining about how long it's taking when he's in a wheelchair too and he's never going to get out of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of it. Typically, if they're going to do sort of in elaborate introduction of a character like that, you think they're going to be a bit more long-term. Um, but I don't know that we ever see this doctor again. It's more just like, a, oh, sit down and shut up, Jane.
1: Yeah. And I kind of, like, at first thought that they, there was this sort of character being introduced. Right. And, and he was going to have, like, I was like, well, maybe Jane will have a wheelchair romance. You know, maybe there's a, this guy. Yeah. You know? And And then, but then at the end, I'm like, no, he's gone. Like he's done which is really kind of funny because I was actually had a, a meeting with my editor today about one of the books that I'm working on and, and I actually threw this question out to her because I'm working on a series and, and as the series is growing like I originally envisioned it as three books and as I'm writing I'm realizing well this character can have their own book and this character can have their own book and so i was talking to her about int- about like introducing other characters into the series during somebody else's story right and sort of like when is it appropriate how far do you go you know and she had actually specifically said something about how you want to introduce them but not so much that that like you You don't, you don't want them to be at the end of the book. Like you want them to be invested kind of in that character, but not so invested that they're like, wait, what happened to that person?
0: Right. Do you know what I
1: mean? And it, and it's, it's
0: a, it's a specific amount of weight. Right.
1: Right. And the idea that if you are going to introduce a character, like, what are you going to do with that character? Because there's, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, they kind of keep introducing these characters, and, like, again, this was kind of a scene for no reason, like, this scene didn't need to be there. It,
0: it didn't need to be there, and it could just have easily have been, she had a checkup or something, and we just saw her wheeling herself out, and that's when Jake ran into her.
1: Right, or she was at physical therapy, and the physical therapist yes. said, the, said yeah. to her, just just be patient you right. know. Exactly,
0: exactly, yeah.
1: Yeah, so the, the, they didn't need to like, do this whole thing and and it was, and it was weird. Um, so, but, 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 we do sort of have a moment between her and Jake and it's, this is now setting us up for another moment that will come later.
0: Correct, yes. Yes, Jake is gonna keep showing up in Jane's orbit. <laughs> right. Um. so she's kind of pissy and understandably so she's deflated she doesn't like being paralyzed okay that. um and so she's kind of like really snippy uh, with Jake who's just trying to motivate her
1: right um but she does apologize for being snippy and
0: then later she apologized yes. yeah
1: yeah um
0: so
1: I guess Kimberly shows up at the hospital too Or Kimberly's there, Michael brings her a teddy that she left at Peter's. I don't know. That whole exchange was kind of weird um, and just kind of seemed like a setup for Sid to show up and find Kimberly and basically be like, I don't know what to do. I need to get Michael back home. I got to get rid of Jane. Yes. And that's that's when Kimberly basically sends Sid on, you know, basically tells Sid, well, you should need, you need to look into a nursing home. Right. And oh boy, does she.
0: She's holding all the cards with yeah. with this, guess.
1: Yeah. So, so Sid is off looking for nursing homes and, um, and
0: she, But they're expensive. She,
1: they are expensive. They want a thousand dollars a month. Um, and she doesn't have that kind of coin. So she goes to Peter and she's basically like, I can get Michael out of your house. He will come home with me. We just have to put Jane in a nursing home and I need help paying for it. And so he agrees. He's basically like, yeah, I'll do it. Cause he doesn't want to live with Michael either. Exactly. Um, you know, but there's one problem with Sid's plan.
0: Uh, Jane money. Jane, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, Jane doesn't
1: want to go to the nursing home. No, um, and Jane is the one that actually needs to sign herself in, and Jane is horrified because it's basically like her in a nursing home with like you know ninety year olds.
0: It's like, well, not only are these all like geriatrics, but she's gonna have like two roommates,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and no breakfast talk to talk to talk the uh, talk the guy down the 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 nursing home guy down from like. $1,000 to, like, six fifty because she's going to have two roommates and no breakfast.
0: Yeah, she's like, Jane doesn't eat breakfast anyway. It's fine.
1: Yeah, so so just don't give her breakfast. And so Jane is like, no, she's, like, not going to have anything with it, anything, you know, anything to do with it. And then I guess, like, when Jane has the freak out and is like, no, 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 I think, I feel like Sid might have had a change of heart.
0: Um... Not really. I think yeah. she just knows that the plan is thwarted. Right
1: for oh for now though.
0: Yeah, for, for now.
1: now. Um, but she is going to have dinner with Michael, um, who she promised Kimberly was going to be out of the house, and they were going to have you know a dinner together and sexy time. And I don't really understand that whole dynamic with these writers, but. Okay, we'll, we're just going to follow it. But now she's got a problem because she's still got Jane in the house. So right. how Jane, is she going to deal with Michael?
0: Yeah, Jane sees Kim. Jane sees Sid setting up for dinner with Michael again. Ex-wife number one sees ex-wife number two setting up for dinner with the ex. And um. And,
1: um by the way, Kimberly reminded us in this episode. In this episode, she and Michael are still married. They never divorced.
0: That's correct. Good lord. Yes. Um. And and Sid's like, yeah, I'm making dinner for me and my.
1: We lost Doug, and this is an important part. This is an important part. We're getting to the cliffy. Come oh, back. sorry. Come back.
0: I'm okay. here. Um, so uh, so Sid takes Jane outside, but not just like on the patio because that's too close to the action. She takes her all the way like down to the beach in her wheelchair, where Jane can't go anywhere.
1: Yeah, and it's cold, and she like
0: and it's cold
1: drops a blanket and, on her.
0: Yeah, and it's perilously close to
1: the surf. Um, apparently yes, and so while Sid is having this romantic dinner with Michael, Jane is out on the sand, unable to move from the spot where Sidney planted her. Thank God for Jake.
0: Yeah, guess who shows up again near Jane.
1: Jake decides that he needs to check in on Jane at the beach house. He knocks on the door and he and Sid answers and he's like, where's Jane? And Sid's like, well, she's not here.
0: And, and he's like, like, do better than that. I'm not playing with it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he's like, okay, then where is she? And she's like, and sits like out there and kind of points to the beach. <laughs> and so Jake goes running out to the beach looking for Jane and just in the nick of time because the tide came in.
0: Yeah. And we hear Jane screaming like, help, help. Yeah. yeah so
1: Jane was actually like the tide knocked the wheelchair over. Jane fell out and she was floating out to sea. Um, but, uh, but, but Jake came and he pulled her out and he saved the day.
0: Yeah. He saved Jane. Good. Um, look, I think this storyline is dumb, but I think that's a funny moment. I think a lot of, I like, again, I think a lot of the Sid, it's not quite whatever happened to baby Jane, but the Sid's impatience with, uh, Jane's paralysis uh, has made for some funny moments. They're not, they're not iconic but they're funny. Yeah,
1: which I mean, let's remember Sid did this to Jane. Sid yeah. did do this to Jane. Um but yeah, so so um so Jake sort of leaves this with like I'm not going to let anything happen to you. So I think that we have a I think their romance is back on again because it never quite got off the ground the last time. It didn't
0: time. before, no, and I think now it will. Yeah. I do too.
1: So, um, so yeah, so it wasn't quite a cliffy, but I think that it left it left us off at a good enough point where we're kind of going to be curious to see what happens with uh, their relationship, um, what happens with Sid and Michael, what is going to happen with um, with Allison, Billy, and Brooke, and who gives a shit about Amanda at this point?
0: Who it's I usually just, treat,
1: who I usually enjoy,
0: it's, but it's just. Such a, a dull story. Line. Yeah,
1: it really, really is. And Bobby Parisi, you know, like he's a bad actor and he's not eye candy. Like, I don't like like I'm kind of I'm kind of always like looking at that going like, but you could have Peter Burns and he is like so much better and so much more interesting and so much better looking. What are you yeah. doing?
0: With Bobby. Please. It was uh, first, I think it was a mistake to align uh, up Amanda with someone who's not regularly on the canvas. They they need to keep her with one of their main players.
1: Well, I mean, I think that what she ran out of main players at this point, though. I mean, hasn't she sort of like flirt, had a flirtation with every single one of them except Matt? Well,
0: yes, maybe yeah, I mean, next. Yeah. Yes, yeah, maybe uh, he
1: could be next.
0: Um, um, no, that's that's basically i think what the problem
1: is right they she just ran through the men too quickly yeah
0: like they're not they're not going to have a run back to michael um you know her options uh have she's kind of exhausted them
1: you know it's really interesting because as they've had ca- characters like move permanently onto melrose place it's always been women it hasn't yes. been new male characters the male characters are always the transients so, um, so they're going to be changing this next season, right?
0: That's, yeah, they do.
1: Because I mean, I think at this point we're like running out of
0: dudes. Yeah, although I still think the ratio—it's always the new female characters are outnumbering the new men on the campus. Damn. I mean... But they, yeah, but they bring they bring new blood in for Amanda. Yeah, because
1: because you know she's she's a lot of options here. if Bobby Parisi is the one that we're sticking with.
0: Also, I will say. Um, you know, I mean, Amanda and Peter's go arounds are not done.
1: Oh, yeah, that I knew that I knew. And, and they can't be done. They're a great couple, I think.
0: The, I mean, it's Peter 2.0, but but he and Amanda really do work well together.
1: Yeah, frankly, I like them together um, as far as, you know, relationships go. And it's good, just like I like Michael and Sid together. I don't understand why they constantly can't work because, you know, that relationship makes so much sense.
0: I missed the first part, so I don't know which relationship.
1: Oh, um, Michael and Sid.
0: Oh, yeah. So,
1: anyway, that's the episode. What do you guys think?
0: Yeah, let us know, and let us know if you have been following throughout. So, do you think this is a big dip? Do you think the show is still good? Do you like any of these stories more than past storylines? Um, and, again, curious as to what they're doing to Sid and what they have done all along with Brooke—if any of you have thoughts about that—we would love to hear. Um, and I'll be throwing this out too, Karen. I don't—I don't think it's next week, but I think the week after is another double episode. Ooh. So, um,
1: so schedule my time to watch wisely because it's going to be two hours instead of one.
0: Uh, differently. Yeah,
1: we lost you, Doug. Ooh, we might have lost him completely. Okay, gang. Well, yeah, I think we lost him totally. So what I'm gonna do is tell you guys to follow us on over to Hollywood Boulevard while I get him back. And so I'm, I'm, get him I'm back. back now. Oh, you're back now. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, it it sounded like I came back and then it didn't. So uh, let me know whatever I missed.
1: Um. Well, but, it well, was basically
0: how were how you vamping?
1: I was vamping by basically saying I had to go rescue you and um, when when I got you back we'd be on Hollywood Boulevard so I guess we'll say... Oh,
0: you, it was like a cliffhanger, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I guess I'll, we'll say um, a good, good night for now um, and we'll see you guys over on the Boulevard.
0: What she said. Cool. Bye.